0: I would put it on the butt You can put, put the pickles in there You can put the pickles in there Come on Pickle chicken sandwich Take it away John Frick Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong <laughs> And rules are just suggestions I like the pipe Made up as we go along Shut up Corn Fuck you We have touched the bottom of the sea. You're just in time. We are the anchors. Ah, you get you get it now? You get it now? You see what I did there? <laughs> you hit it right on the head. Yeah. And then made sure to point it out. <laughs> That's breaking the fourth wall. I don't know if we ever had any walls up in this in this program to begin with. I just called it a program. Ew. I don't know if that sounds like positive or maybe you're just old. Getting old. Yeah, you're getting old. Are <laughs> 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 you listening program here. Yeah, we are the J&T Backers. DJ Van Nielsen joined as usual by Norman Bluntz. And we're here today for another light review. I don't th- I'm not going to continue that voice for forever because it's too sexy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> some movies suck and some are great but our reviews
0: are always late. Late Reviews with the boys from Just In Time. So, this is a particular late review that it's gonna be it's it's extra late not only is it late you know because we're always late with our reviews as John Friggin Smith said but uh the movie itself I think was too late we'll get into that in a second but before we do as usual and as always we thank mr. John Smith. Not only for that late review song you just heard, but for the one you heard at the beginning. What's the name of that song? Yours to Keep. What album is that from? Songs of the Great Collapse. Now I need to check that out. Where can I find it? Johnfrickensmith.com. And that's how you do commercials. Not really. That that mm. <laughs> Where Honestly, can I find I... it you sounded like you're tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a tool. <laughs> I want to check that out. Where could I find it? <laughs> so, uh, How was like? that one John? <laughs> Thumbs up or down? Oh man! So yeah, the uh, the journeys. Corn again is not not along with us for this particular part of the journey, but he was along in the theater for this late review, and he we. Often have the same sentiment. If we argue, then it's one of those like we can't do a late review until we are in the same room. But we we walked out with similar sentiment on this one. Blackweeder. Blackweeder. Hmm. On one hand, I love Scarlett Johansson. David Harbour is awesome in just about anything he does. Except Hellboy, but that wasn't his fault really. Hellboy was no one's fault. <laughs> Rachel Weiss. I have always had a soft spot for her since the Mummy and Constantine. Underrated. Constantine, not her. She, she's well, she's probably underrated too, I guess. But both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, Florence Pugh. She, I. Didn't know, I don't know shit about her, but she she was good. It, it it's all a matter of uh. This movie's set between what uh, Infinity War and uh, or b- between Civil War and Infinity War. It probably should have come out between Civil War and Infinity War. At the very least, it should have come out between Infinity War and End Game. That would have been I would have been fine with that. A nice filler, you know what she's been up to before Thanos arrived, you know? But no. But no, they, they, first off, they, they delayed it to 2020. Let's, let's be real. Its original release date was already too late. A year ago would have been too late. The fact that they, you know, of course, delayed it this long and tried to, you know, let's, You know, let's wait until the summer of 2021. Maybe things will be back to normal and we can release it. Nope. Well, I mean, they did release it finally, but it didn't. uh, Was it worth the wait? Not entirely. No. On one hand, there is that sentiment. Again, Scarlett Johansson is awesome. She's been awesome as Black Widow. You know, Natasha Romanoff, For what? The better part of a decade. And I mean, even like the first Avengers movie, she was the one that, you know, put Loki's scepter into the fucking thing to stop the Tesseract and close the hole. <laughs> she tightens holes, closes them. But uh, <laughs> even her introduction on Iron Man 2, you know, that uh, that was one of those like, oh, shit, they're really doing it. They're really leading up to some Avengerina, uh, you know, some Avengery stuff. But again, this one was just a bit, yeah, just a bit late. So yeah, you got uh, the opening scene, it was actually pretty decent. And it had nothing to do with Scarlett Johansson. You, got, uh, you get Natasha as a kid with her sister. They're, they're, they're undercover, the family is. Russian, Russian spies, you know. Except in the 90s instead of like the 80s. Because Scarlett Johansson's not that old. <laughs> but Yeah they, they suddenly have to leave And fucking uh, They had done some kind of science shit Figured out some kind of mind control shit You find out later Yeah th- that's that's your big enemy in this one Mind control Does it have anything to do with a mind stone? No No Just like some kind of chemical stuff or something Something or other but there's a chemical now that uh, that can release them from their mind control. So of course when they when they you know this is this is when they're grown up now you know they, they fast forwards past their 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 opening scene because the kids get separated you know. They both become Black Widow assassins basically. But Natasha breaks out without ever going back to find her fake sister who she apparently bonded with because they were undercover for three years together, you know? Which is a long enough time for people to bond if you're pretending to be a family. If we lived in the house for... If we lived in the same house for three years... Those are special Oh, um, what? (laughs) They were special (laughs) bonds. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... So yeah, one of the first things that happens is uh obviously Natasha got out of the Black Widow program long ago and joined S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that good stuff. But uh, the sister became a mind-controlled assassin and she was sent to assassinate another Black Widow that defected and she got hit with this stuff. It's, it's like an aerosol or something like that. You just gotta splash it in their face apparently and it's like pixie dust that Breaks them free of the stuff So she sends it to her sister Who's you know Undercover Or not undercover But like Hiding You know Cause she's It's after Civil War So she's on the run She was in like Iceland or some weird shit like that I don't remember Taskmaster goes hunting after her There's a whole thing Taskmaster Have you seen anything about the twists what, that's a woman? Yeah. Well, apparently you have. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, did did you see the explainer on who the woman is? No. Okay. You want to know? Yeah. Why not? It's a little girl. Okay. Rem- uh, remember, let's, let's rewind back to Avengers Assemble, as it's known. The first Avengers movie. The. They do need to just officially change that to Avengers Assemble. I think it was like that, like overseas or something like that, but not in America. But they need to just change that because every time I go to see the first Avengers, I got to stop. and like, no, not Captain America. But when she's talking to Loki and she's talking about the red on her ledger, he mentions a few different situations. One of them being Drakeoff's daughter. That That's Taskmaster. Drakeoff is the guy running the black widow program and shit i can't remember the actor's name but he was on he was on the departed he was uh nicholson's like right hand guy Oh okay yeah the fucking bigger guy kind of looked like james gandolfini yeah ray winston rinse winstone or something like that i think his name is but yeah, he, he's playing Dracoff and apparently, like, the, the mission that, uh, that Natasha had to do to prove that she was defecting from the Black Widow or whatever to get in with S.H.I.E.L.D. Was to blow up Dracoff. And the way she knew that he was in the building was because his daughter got dropped off there or some shit like that. So she blew up him and the daughter. Thought he was dead this whole time. Found out he wouldn't. That's when she, you know, comes. In, she she goes to where her sister was, which is in Budapest. Get it? Get it? because ah, ah, ah. oh. uh, <laughs> that's where it happened. That's where that's where she blew up the the thing. But <laughs> she gets to the sister. The sister's got fucking, uh, you know, she's got a whole stack of these these red mist things that that demystify you. Ah, uh, get it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I came up with that one all by my lonesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that she she goes to, she, the sisters at one of Black Widow's safe houses and shit, one of Natasha's safe houses, one that her and Clint went to. There's evidence of Clint too. Well, from when they were there before, because there's arrow holes in the wall next to bullet holes. Sister asks about it she explains that it's arrows. But when they first when she first gets there, when Tosh first gets there the sister's there. They start fighting for some reason. Even though the sister's the one that contacted her and shit and she's not brainwashed anymore and obviously the Avenger sister isn't brainwashed either, you know. Sister's name is Yolena, by the way. And she's she still has the Russian accent. <laughs> Just to make that fun or two. But uh, yeah, the blah blah blah. Fast forward, fucking she thinks she killed the daughter. She didn't kill the daughter or the guy. She goes and fucking uh you know, teams up with the sister, they go to find reunite the family, they break out the dad from prison. And the dad is Red Guardian. And he's pretty awesome. He was funny. Kinda of fat. But super soldiery too. So there was some fun stuff there. Yeah, they they reunite with the mom who figures out, like, she pretty much engineered all the the mind control shit. She's using it on a pig. She tells the pig to stop breathing and it just stops breathing. What the fuck? Yeah. And the mom is obviously uh, Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Looking good. Yeah, they have a nice tender family moment. The sister was one of the life of the party kind of things. it was a there's the passing of a torch aspect, and she was also taking taking the sister down a notch, taking Natasha down a notch. She made fun of her doing her little poses when she lands and shit. With the Russian accent, it sounds even weirder when you're getting roasted. <laughs> She's like, and you do this thing with the where you pose your arm out like this and and then later on in the movie, the sister drops in on a hallway and she does the pose. then she gets up and she's like shakes it off like disgusting (laughs) so there, like i said yeah there's there's good parts most of the problem is when you get to the when you get to the boss battle basically because obviously they all team up you know they go to try to try to the guy has a base in the sky what the fuck yeah (laughs) so (laughs) so they have to go to the base in the sky to go get him And uh, they, they bring back the technology From uh, Winter Soldier Remember the, the Mission Impossible masks On uh, Winter Soldier That Natasha actually used to Get close to the Robert Redford Yeah She uses one of those to look like Rachel Weisz Gets close to the guy And then he calls her on it Knows, knows right away So she takes off the mask and then she goes to stab him or shoot him or something, but she can't because he's got some some special pheromone did you hear about that? no he's got a special pheromone on him that's that prevents women I guess from being able to cause him harm from from being able like on a subconscious level you won't you won't pull the trigger you won't stab me. So, <laughs> the now this is the, there's one part that was unintentionally funny. And I say that just because Korn and I were the only people in the theater laughing out loud. He's telling her about this pheromone and she's, you know, like not shooting him or anything like that. Cause she, she can't. And he fucking, he, like at this point he's like kind of circling her, walking around her and shit. And he fucking he goes he does one of those he does like a the 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 fake smack at her like a fucking a an Ike Turner windup and she flinches it's a very quick moment but me and Cor- for some reason it played off hilarious because he's you know he's standing kind of he's taller than her I guess. where it's one of those like he's towering over and just I've never seen you never seen that the character Black Widow in any of these movies that vulnerable looking you know what I mean even when she's tied up in the chair on Avengers she looked like she still had the upper hand like that was all part of the plan apparently this was too but just in that moment just like see you won't hit me And she just flinches, and me and Corner sitting there cracking up. Nobody else. Everyone else around is like, "That's fucked up." (laughs) Domestic violence isn't funny, guy. (laughs) Like Like, in a movie, it is. (laughs) Yeah, you know that's fucked up to say, but it's very true. In a movie, sometimes it is. I laughed. I watched that damn Tina Turner movie. There's a part in there when fucking Lawrence Fishburne, he, he he like throws her down on the ground and she's behind a couch to where you can't even see what he's hitting <laughs> to where you just see his, the look on his face and him just <laughs> punching at, at nothing behind the couch. And just like, yeah, obviously he's not beating the real shit out of her, it's just, but it's hilarious thought. to see the look on his face. Cause he's got the perm and shit. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's playing Ike Turner. It's not, <laughs> he doesn't get an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was something hilarious about it. it was, uh, domestic violence is not hilarious. But movies are hilarious. Unintentionally. But yeah, so, you you know, she takes a, uh, the, she, she gets all close to him. That's when he reveals like the, uh, he also reveals that, uh, the, the taskmaster, you know, the taskmaster takes off the VR trooper helmet. Because Taskmaster also doesn't have anything to do with Tony Masters or whatever. Nothing. He doesn't. None of that shit, none of the mimicking is a power. It's all part of the mind control. There's just an uploaded thing into the helmet. And she just watches videos and, you know, studies. Her fighting style through the whole thing, mimicking. You know, you see different styles. You see Black Panther style, you see... Uh, Winter Soldier style with kind of the knife-throwing type shit. You see a bow and arrow come out. There's a shield it's using all hero fighting styles. The problem with the twist, why make it look like a dude? Because the, the costume or whatever is all broad shoulders and big giant, you know, pectorals. Which means they had to superimpose or whatever this woman's face into onto some big dude's body and shit for that. Why? If if it was, it could easily have been a mysterious woman, it's uh, the guy only runs the Black Widow program where it's all female assassins. Would it, would it really be that surprising that he would have a super female? No, that would be more expected. Like the top... Yeah, you know what I mean? A top-ranked one with armor that's form-fitting. Idiots. But no, they (laughs) wanted to trick the audience. Wasn't to trick fucking Black Widows to trick the audience. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It's a lady. Dude, looks like a lady. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And it's even more fucked up because... The actress, Olga Kirilenko, I'm pretty sure has a fucking Eastern European accent, but gets no lines. <laughs> the o- The only one that could actually fucking sound like she's supposed to sound doesn't sound like she's supposed to sound. Why didn't they get... they? I feel like Florence Pugh only got that part of the the little sister because maybe they couldn't get Chloe Grace Moretz. Blonde Russian girl. She can do it. I'm pretty sure she can do some Russian stuff. She spoke Russian on the second kickass. I know that. But <laughs> yeah, so the and and she has a burnt face. I don't know if you saw her face and shit. The the taskmaster face yeah. without the helmet, but yeah, she's got a burnt face. Yeah, that chick's been on a lot of stuff, too. I'm just trying to remember. She was on one of the James Bond movies. I think it was Casino Royale, but I'm not positive. She was on one of them, but yeah. (laughs) So her way of beating the pheromone is by taunting the guy, this Drake off, into punching her in the face a bunch of times. With the intention of him eventually breaking her nose or, you know what I mean? She had to, like, break, she had to, like, sever the nerve or whatever in order to not inhale the fucking, you know what I mean? The pheromone. But he couldn't break her nose because he was too weak. Every time he punched her in the face, it didn't work. So she had to slam her face on the table. (laughs) Yeah, after after he revealed like his grand plan of like you know what I mean, I've got he was throwing so muffin. yeah, he muffins. Yeah, he had black widows all over the world, and she she did the whole like uh, thing that she did to Loki. Where at the end of the the boasting or whatever, she said, "Thank you for your co- cooperation," and then yeah, proceeded to slam her face onto the fucking desk and bust her nose, beats his ass, he gets away. Cause you know all the black widows come in, but then the sister comes in and throws all those little red misters. Hey, yeah, I just realized I said red mist and I was talking about kick ass too. <laughs> yeah, but she throws a bunch, th- th- throws them like a grenade, frees all the all the black Widows. They get away. Well, because now they're blowing up the the, the 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 sky base is blowing up. Cause you got to have a sky fight. If there's not a sky beam there has to be a sky fight It's a rule Think about it The first Iron Man had both He had a sky fight against Jeff Bridges And then a sky beam killed Jeff Bridges Set two precedents in one movie Some a bitch <laughs> So yeah the base is falling apart The, the, the little sister kills Drake off. By, like blowing up his helicopter But it knocks her unconscious Of course Falling Natasha has to save her But Taskmaster's hunting her Cause Taskmaster's still under mind control Oh no He's just gonna kill Black Widow Or she Sorry She still has the VR Trooper mask on Even though she's already revealed her face And What's the point in that Yeah I know but natasha figures out how to take the helmet off and splashes her in the face with some of that stuff and then she's like is my daddy dead yeah he's gone and then they touch head they touch foreheads because you know that's what you do when you kill someone's father after you (laughs) scarred them for life as a child which caused them to become a you know, mind-controlled monster. Even yeah, when though you think their about this, the, the Black Widow's the bitch in all of this. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So she gets. You know, she the 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 family gets away. They they reunite. You know, the the mom, the dad, and the sister, and they they join they join hands across America. They take all the Black Widows with them to free other Black Widows, and Taskmaster goes with them. But Natasha stays, cause she has to tie her storyline back to the, you know, the events that happened three years ago. <laughs> so she has to go and uh, get her hair blonded, get on a fucking quinjet, cause her buddy got her a quin. That's how they got the quinjet. Did I mention the vest? No. Remember? Remember? Uh, remember on Infinity War? Black Widow, she didn't just have the typical black leather jumpsuit. She had, like, a vest-looking thing. Yeah, it was, like, all tactical. Yeah, it was a vest. I didn't know it was a vest. It was a vest. She got it from her sister. It was the first thing her sister bought with her own, like, the first choice she got to make for herself, pretty much, in her life. So sweet. Yeah. And she modified it and gave it more pockets. So yeah, you Black Widow goes cuts her hair, dyes it blonde, gets her pocket vest, and goes on to join the Avengers. But then you get that post-credit scene. Remember Homegirl from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. The uh, with the purple streak in the hair. Okay. Yeah. Well, she remember Black Widow was supposed to come out last year, last summer. So that was supposed to technically be her MCU debut. She appears. The little sisters at uh, Natasha's gravesite. What's buried there I do not know. I assume like a couple guns or something like Sarah Connor style but sisters, you know, crying and looking at the grave. It's all it's one of those after-end game things. And this lady shows up, Valentina Blah, blah, blah. Fontaine shows up, and uh, she she's basically trying to recruit her for something. Well, this is what she tells her, is that uh, the man responsible for her sister's death, she knows who it is. You remember who the man was that was responsible for uh, Natasha Black Widow death? it wasn't red school no but i mean the picture on the file that she hands to that sister is uh clint barton that's his name right yeah yeah hawkeye yeah and hawkeye has a series coming up guess who the villain's probably gonna be little russian sister I don't know why every time I hear Americans doing fake Russian accents, I picture a uh, Smoking Aces. He's like, that looks like Eastern European jizz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know why, <laughs> that movie was fucking. That was a good movie. I don't know why, but yeah, but yeah, Black Widow. It just, it was too late. Is too. They, they didn't need to do a twist with the Taskmaster. Honestly. I don't know what I don't know what who thought that was a good idea like yeah let's just change everything about a character that people were actually excited to see in this movie but it didn't it didn't quite sit well and that's why it'll be sadly one of the forgettable movies I personally think it should have came out Captain Marvel's movie release slot that's when it should have came out but yeah This has been another late review for a movie that was too late to come out. So that means the review had to get pushed back to to be made extra late because... Now we're on a double late schedule. And because the show's called Just In Time. So you're always just in time. And late. You're you're never early. You're never where you want to be. When you want to be there. See, a wizard arrives just in time. Gandalf. And I am a wizard on that d d podcast. So I'm technically, I arrive whenever i <laughs> just in time. Yeah. <laughs>